0: Hey, Assembly family. Thank you so much for being a part of the Assembly through our podcast. Whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else, we are so glad to have you as a part of the Assembly family. If this message from the Assembly blesses you, please take a moment, take a screenshot, share it to your social stories on Facebook and Instagram. Again, we are so excited to have you as a part of the Assembly family. We hope that this message from the Assembly blesses and encourages you.
1: Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If you will, we have spent the last uh, four, maybe um, this is going to be the fifth week on this is your hatching season. How many of you have had a great time learning and just getting meat from this, this discussion? This is your hatching season. And we've gone over a lot. I am not going to spend the time going back I'm going to just uh, give you a couple things from last week, and then I'm jumping in because our time is limited. One of the points that we landed on uh, at the end of la- or the beginning of last week was <clears throat> the anointing will flow wherever the alignment occurs. The anointing will flow wherever the alignment occurs. The anointing will flow wherever the anointing occurs. You can't be out of alignment and, and be an expectation for hatching. You've got to be in alignment. What, I, what do I mean by that? Your, your worship, you've got to go from, from worship because it's what the Bible says, to worship because you have landed in a place of joy. Worship until you become joyful. It's not good enough to just worship because the Bible says worship. You've got to worship until worship turns into joy. And then joy nets you strength. If you feel like things have been fading in your life a little bit, it is maybe because those three things have not been happening. It could be other things too, But it it could be that those things have not been happening, that you have not been a consistent worshiper, and therefore you haven't gotten to joy, because if you worship enough, you're going to become joyful. You get joy because you suddenly see the Lord, like Isaiah did in, in, in Isaiah 13. In the year that King Uzziah died, I, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. First time in his life, he's seeing God in his majesty for who God really is. And joy comes out of that for him. I also said when the enemy can't mess up your anointing, when the enemy cannot mess up your anointing because you're worshiping a lot, right? because you're worshiping a lot, because you're reading the word a lot, when the enemy can't mess up your anointing, he will mess with your timing and your position. If he can't mess up the anointing on you, he's going to mess up, mess with your timing. You sure you, you're you not supposed to do this now? You know how long you've been waiting? Well, you know, you've been You've been trying, thinking about marriage for how many years? And you know, the church over there has got a lot more men or a lot more women and the pastor has got more in it. I think I better move over there unless God is directing your step. You stay in position. You are not made to follow signs. Signs are made to follow you. Ooh, hallelujah. Somebody needs to say that to somebody else. I was not made to follow signs. I was made for signs to follow me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We went into Exodus chapter 17 and I read you uh, the story of the uh, children of Israel uh, getting to a place in the wilderness where they were murmuring and becoming very hostile to the leader, the man of God, Moses, because they wanted water. And they could not see water around them physically. They could only see what their physical eyes were pointing to. They had lost vision and had majored their focus on just what they could see physically. And out of that came murmuring. Out of that came Aggressive behavior to Moses, towards Moses. And what we said was, we couldn't believe that they would behave like that, Pastor Ron. Because when we backtracked, we saw that in Exodus 13, God made them a promise when he brought them out of Egypt that he would not leave them. And that promise was supported by fire in front of them during the night and a cloud, a distinctive cloud moving in front of them during the day. You cannot have a better promise than physical adaptation of God's presence right there where you can see it. And they had that and somehow Still murmured when they were hungry the first time. And the first time, God didn't, He gave them a I said, He gave them a, a pass, didn't even address their murmuring. He just spoke directly to the man of God, to Moses, and he told him what to do. And manna came from heaven, and everyone was full. So their murmuring even while they're looking at God's presence supporting them. I don't know about you, but, but, but there have been times in my life where I have known, I know, I know that God has been keeping me. I knew it. And yet, because I was not in a place of continuous, passionate worship of God, I murmured, I murmured, whenever I felt weak, whenever things got a little tough, instead of looking at what God had already done for me, fire, cow leading me over the Red Sea, I murmured. And we saw that happening with Israel. They got the cloud, the fire, but they murmur about food and God supplies food for them. And, and as if that was not enough, a little while longer, they run into a, a secondary tough place of toughness, tough of, 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 of need is the word. And instead of learning from the two previous experiences, they murmur again, they murmur again. They say derogatory things about the man of God again. Why didn't you leave us in Egypt where we had leeks and lettuce and oh, onions? And You don't have that stuff in slavery. But what we said was, if you, if you lie to yourself about the presence of God being there for you, when he really is there for you, you're going to lie to yourself about everything else. And that's where we ended last week. I'd like us to dig in just for a few moments as we continue part two of the same. Verse three, if you can, bring up verses one, two, and three of. Exodus 17 for me. So, now, then all the congregation of the children of Israel set out their journey from the wilderness of sin according to the commandments of the Lord and camped in Rapidine, but there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people contended, murmured, griped with Moses, and said, Give us water. Give us water. You're in a hard place. You're in a tough place. But instead of having a meek attitude, instead of having a grateful attitude, you come with a demonic attitude of ungratefulness and say, give us water. We thirsty. thirsty. So Moses said to them, why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? Why are you quarreling with me? Why are you tempting God to come down and just slay the whole bunch of you? Next verse. And the people thirst there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, why is it you have brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? Next. So Moses cried to the Lord saying, what shall I do with this people? Keep it right there because I want us to address the first and second point. The people accused and murmured to Moses, right? This is not the first time. This is not the second time. This this is a habit now. And I wanted us to take note of this and come up with something that sticks a sticky a sticky something and here it is accusations every time you accuse god every time you murmur against what god is doing you are ignoring the provision that he already gave you your disrespect, oh, help me, Lord, not to disrespect what you did for me already. Woo. Can anyone remember how you have disrespected God by complaining and murmuring about something that God is trying to work out through you now, forgetting what God already did in the past for you? So here it is. If you are declaring your hatching season, accusations of God will get you nothing. But supplication to God will give you everything. Let me say that again. When you are Readying, prepping yourself for the breakthrough that God has already spoken for you and your family. The worst thing you could do is become accusational about, against God. I like my friend Job. He said, I love God so much and I hate what I'm going through so much. That I prefer to just curse myself. I ain't never gonna curse God. And so he said, I wish that I was never born. I wish that my father never put my seed in my mother. I wish that I was never, ever thought about. He cursed the day that he himself was born. But he said, I will never, never, ever, ever curse God. I will never, ever, ever point a finger at God. Man. That stirs me up because there have been times that am I talking to someone where you have directly on occasion and other times indirectly through your murmuring pointed a finger at God when all you needed to do was just get in your prayer closet and worship God and say like Job Though you slay me, yet will I trust you. Though I go through the valley of the shadow of death and things are so bad that I wish I was never born, I trust you, God. I trust you. You are my beginning and you are my end. You are my longing. You are my soul's desire. Whatever I go through, it might be too much for me to handle, but when I fall, I'm going to fall forward on the cross. I'm going to fall forward in worship. I'm going to fall forward in supplication. I will not accuse you. If you are declaring right now, this is my hatching season, this is my hatching season, this is my hatching season, it doesn't matter how much you declare this is your hatching season if you accuse God for stuff. Replace accusation with supplication. You know what supplication is? Joyful praise. Yes, Yes that's what supplication is whatever I'm going through my dear whatever I'm going through I'm going to give God joyful praise what did I say in the beginning I'm going to praise him I'm going to worship him until I get happy and now I'm going to praise him some more until my happiness turns into joy until it goes from what he did for me to what he's going to do to me to if he doesn't do anything for me I thank you God I thank you thank you if I don't get the job, I thank you. Hallelujah. If I don't get over this disease and my, my, my physicality goes into the ground, I still thank you. Because your joy is my strength, and if my spirit can, if my spirit can get to a place of strength, my body can keep going down. It don't matter if my spirit can get to a place of strength. My physical body may go down to the grave, but I am still a winner. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If you are declaring your hatching season this morning accusations of God will get you nothing. Look at somebody and tell them that. Accusations against God will get you nothing. Accusations against God will get you nothing. Accusations against God will not get me my breakthrough. Accusations against God will not get me my breakthrough. Therefore, I will not accuse God for anything. Instead, I'm gonna present supplication. Where I'm at my weakest, I'm gonna give him joyful praise. Where I'm at my lowest, I'm going to give him deep worship. When i at my worst, I'm going to say hallelujah anyhow. Glory be to
0: God.
1: Thank you. If you weren't in your hatching season before, Over. doing that will get you into your hatching yes. season. Whew. I like how Paul puts it in Philippians 4. 6 and 7. He says, Guys, let, 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 me, let me tell you, give it to you in my own words. Don't get anxious for nothing. Woo. But in everything, hallelujah, yes. okay. with prayer and what? Supplication. With prayer and joyful praise, yes. make your requests Do you see the difference? We want water. Give us water. We demand you find water. But if you can just flip that around and just with joyful praise make a request. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God has been breaking this stuff down for me and making it so easy for me to understand that I could bite it now. I could chew on it. All I got to do is make my request to God with joyful praise coming out of my mouth. And he may not come when I when I think I need him. But I'm telling you, as good as 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 true as today as Sunday, he will make a way. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be anxious for nothing. Prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will what? Guard my heart. That's what I need the most. I need my heart to be guarded because my heart by itself is desperately wicked. It wants to flesh out at the wrong time. It wants to flesh out every time. But if I could just come and make my request with supplication, he will guard my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for guarding my heart. Some of us, God's been guarding your heart and you never knew that it was because of the time you said, thank you, Jesus. You, sometimes you really didn't truly mean it, but you, you refused to say something negative, and so you said, thank you, Jesus. And just for that, just for that try, God said, I'm a to guard your heart. Just for that little gesture, I'm going to guard your heart. Lord, I thank you. Somebody better go ahead and tell God, I thank you for guarding my heart. 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 If you can guard my heart, I will hatch. If you can guard my heart, I will hatch. If you can guard my heart, I will hatch. I will hatch. Hallelujah. Woo! Ah, ah. Matthew 6 27. I like this one. I love this one. 27 and 20. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Can any one of you, as the King James, as New King James says, add a cubit to his stature? Not a translation says, add a single hour. We understand that better. Is there anyone that by worrying, but, that, but by e- being anxious and letting that take root in your soul, has it, will it add one hour to your life? The answer is absolutely no. As a matter of fact, it's gonna take something away. 28 says, and why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. 29, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. That not even Solomon with all of his wisdom and resource could take care of himself like I'm taking care of the flowers in the field. And if I could do that for a flower, why why do you think I want to do more for you? The last point. So they murmured and I said, don't accuse God, don't accuse his servant when you're in a tight spot. Replace accusation with what? supplication. And what is supplication? Joyful praise. The next point is from verse 4 of Exodus 17. Verse 4 of Exodus 17. I know I'm giving you a lot of work, Grant. You're up there alone. Thank you so much for doing double duty. Man, I love you, brother. It says, so Moses cried out to the Lord saying, what shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. When they accused Moses, when they murmured, he didn't, he didn't. Give them what they were giving him. He cried out to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord. Here is the note for this one. This is our last. If you are declaring your hatching season, whoo, Boy, I got fired up with this one. You cannot allow hard-headed and haughty people. You cannot allow hard-headed and haughty people. Who were they? They were hard-headed and haughty. They thought because their name was Israel that they were Jews that became god brought them out of egypt that they could they could just command anything they can just be have any kind of attitude just because god had had mercy on them they could do anything they want to do talk to god and god's service any way they want to they had they did not have enough sense pastor to understand that they were just running on mercy what to god if you're listening to me online and i know hundreds of you are that you understand that god has been showering mercy and grace on your life so much that if you could see it you would fall on your face and cry and bawl and not get up and be drunk with the kind of brokenness that comes out of it. When you see how God has been protecting you with mercy. When you see how God has been protecting you with grace. When you see how God kept you from being shot. Kept you from being hit by an auto vehicle. Kept you from a heart attack. Kept you from this. Kept you from that. Kept you from bankruptcy. Kept you, kept you, kept you by his grace and mercy. If you are declaring your hatching season, you cannot allow hard headed and haughty people to mess up your humble hallelujah. I'm giving you these things in, with words that you can remember. If you are going to step into your hatching season, God has already said it's hatching season, but you don't just Give me my hatching season. You don't just, I want water. I want breakthrough. There's a certain posture. There's a certain attitude. There's a certain way you live your life that attracts God's hatchery, that attracts the heat of the Holy Spirit that attracts strength and grace to go through your trial and your turning so that at the end of it you will come out as a well-formed chick, a bird that is ready in due season to fly. And for that to happen, you cannot allow hard-headed and haughty people to push you and goad you and irritate you out of your humble hallelujah. They're going to come. Brother Jefferson, they're, they're going to come. They're going to try to make that ego in you rail up. And all you want to say, I'm a man just like you. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't know so and so and so and so, I will beat you down like a dog. But you ain't going to do that because you know what you're believing God for is your hatching. You will not be interrupted. Your hatching will not be interrupted. Somebody needs to start right there and worship with me. My breakthrough will not be interrupted. My hatching will not be stopped. My new start will not be impeded. My fresh anointing will not be covered up. I will have my hatching. Woo. I will have my breakthrough. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. And in the name of Jesus, I put my ego under the blood so that I can give God a humble hallelujah. I give him a humble hallelujah. I give him a humble hallelujah. Give him a humble hallelujah. humble Hallelujah. Humble hallelujah. You all know 2nd Chronicles 7, 13 and 14. Seven thirteen and 14. 2nd Chronicles chapter 7, 13 and 14. If I, if, I let, if I let everything go bad is what it amounts to. If I let drought come and there's no rain from the heaven and I command or allow locusts to devour everything and I allow pestilence to destroy the crop if my people go ahead and tell lift your hands father i'm i'm one of your people i'm one of your people Woo! i'm one of your people i'm one of your p- <laughs> i'm one of your people i'm one of your people i'm one of your people i'm i'm at- I behave like a spoiled child sometimes but I'm declaring right now I, I'm reasserting my sonship I'm reasserting my daughterhood I'm one of your kids and I am putting my ego under the blood yeah. so that I come to you hallelujah. with a humble hallelujah, oh, die. hallelujah. if my people if I let any of these things happen, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Most of us want to come and say prayers. We want to come to God and stop at I know I'm being humble because here I am at the altar praying. I know I'm humble before God because I'm right here at the altar confessing my sin and telling God that he could do whatever he wanted to do. But you have not come to a place of true humility during your supplication time if God has not been able to speak to you. That when you leave your supplication time, it's not only about praying. He said, humble myself, pray, and then seek my face. You know what seeking my face is? What Mary did to Jesus. When her sister says, why ain't she coming to help me in the kitchen? There's so much stuff to do. And all she did was just sat there and just gaze in his face. She just gazed in his face. She didn't say nothing, wasn't saying anything. She's like, feed me, feed me, feed me. It's one thing to, to kneel down and keep telling God stuff, but it's another thing to just, to just sit there and seek his face. Give me, give, Lord, speak to me. Speak to me, speak to me. I'm done telling you anything. You, you, it's your turn, cool? I'm not leaving until you speak to me. I'm not making a decision until you speak to me. I'm not I'm not opening another door by myself until you speak to me. Humble myself, pray, seek my face, turn from your wicked ways. And what gets me is what he says, then then I will I will hear from heaven, and I'm going to come and forgive your sin. We always miss that part, you know, that I will come, God said, I'm going to come and forgive your sin because all the things that you've been doing that have been keeping you out of your harvest, out of your hatching, out of your breakthrough have all been sins. We don't like to call them sins, but we like to call them, uh, that's a little white thing, a little white thing. God don't have little and big sin. It's been sin, and it's been keeping you out of purpose. Are you willing this morning to put that little before God? Are you willing this morning to put that before God and say, Father, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. David said, and this is it, Psalms 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continuously in my mouth. My soul will boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear about it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and He heard me, He heard me, He heard me, and delivered me from all of my fears. Ooh. Would you stand with me? Have thine, go away, Lord. Have thine own way. <laughs> Did you sing it for me, Pastor Ron? <gasps> oh, yes, Lord. Mold me and me.
0: Thy will while I Did and still Thank you Jesus Have thine own way Lord Have thine own way Would you tell
1: him that this morning as we close things out?
0: I want the potter I'm the clay I am the clay Mold
1: me and make me Yes Lord After
0: thy will, while I am waiting, yielded
1: and still. If you're here this morning and you need to recommit, there are things that you now are beginning to realize have kept you out of your breakthrough. You're now beginning to see it. It wasn't God trying to keep you out of blessing. It was you keeping yourself out of refreshing. And you are looking online and you're saying, you're willing right now to rededicate yourself, to recommit yourself. Would you say with me, dear father, I come to you with all of my mess with all of my cares and I submit to you. Wash me Jesus, clean me Jesus. Forgive me of my iniquity. Bring new life into me. I thank you for your blood that washes my sin away in Jesus name amen thank you Jesus thank you Lord if you have said that prayer this morning you're looking for a church home this is a good place I just want to tell you this is a good place this is a healing place this is a place of growth this is a good place to be if you're just accepting Jesus as your Savior and you need to follow up, you need to follow this thing through. Don't leave this morning without making contact with Sister Angela, our coordinator, intake coordinator. She will get you on the right track in the right stream and we will progress in Jesus' name based on that. If you're online, get on the info card, send us your name, send us a contact, an email, some way that we can connect with you. We will have someone connect with you. We're going to pray. We will offer our commitment to walk you through in the spirit if you will give us an opportunity. Would you lift your right hand with me? Father, I thank you this morning that you have been so merciful to us so gracious to us your loving kindness is beyond fathoming there's no there's no certain depth to your love it's unfathomable we we can't tell how deep it goes but it's it's deep enough for us it's It's wide enough for us. We thank you this morning for your word. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for feeding us. Lord, you have fed me as I fed your people. And I thank you for that. You have fed me as I fed your people. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. As we leave this place, we're not leaving your anointing. We're taking you with us. We're taking your power with us. We're taking your love with us. We're taking your anointing with us. We're taking your cover with us. We're applying your blood to our lives and our families and our cars and our everything that belongs to us. And we say, God, it is all yours. Take it. Take it, Father. Bring us back tomorrow and power up. Watch over us. Let your blessing come through in a mighty way in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you give God a high praise as you, as you greet each other? Would you give God a high praise as you greet each other? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes,
0: Lord. Hey, assembly family. I want to take just a quick moment to invite you to be a part of an exciting new time here at the assembly. Our broadcast ministry is exploding. We are online on Facebook and YouTube every week on Sunday, and we are on Facebook every Wednesday. We want to invite you to join our team and join this ministry of the assembly. We're looking for production directors we're looking for camera operators we're looking for lyric presenters and we're looking for online chat hosts these are all areas that we can train you and teach you every aspect of the job you do not need any prior experience so if you're interested in any of these opportunities please send an email to info at the assemblyflorence.org. Again, that is info at the assemblyflorence.org. We look forward to having you partner with this ministry to reach thousands of people every week for the kingdom of God. Thank you and God bless. Thanks again for joining us for this message from the Assembly. We're so glad to have you as a part of the Assembly family. If you would like to sow a seed into the ministry of the Assembly, you can do so by going to the assemblyflorence.org and clicking on the Give Now button in the top right-hand corner if you're on a desktop or laptop. If you're on a mobile device, click the plus sign in the top right corner to bring up the menu and then click Give Now. You can also give by texting the number "88. 729-2238 with a message that says SC Assembly Give, all one word. Then you'll receive instructions on how to give. You can also mail check or money order to The Assembly, 2925 West Palmetto Meadow Street, Florence, South Carolina, 29501. Thanks again for joining us for this message from The Assembly.